Hi guys, welcome to Christ Curls and Conversations. Today we are on another webisode with Mythiker, and he is all the way out in Houston, Texas. He is the founder of We See Abilities, and he gives uh, the special needs population a better quality of life through the joys of sports and activities. And I'm just really grateful that you reached out to me uh, to speak on such a topic. I know that this is a pretty raw topic that not a lot of people want to be open about. So I'm just really grateful that you reached out to me and I didn't really have to reach out to you or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'd, I'd love if you could just get into your whole story. Um, yeah. When did pornography first come into your life and when did you notice that it was damaging? Right. So, um, so for me, um, I was the product of an abandoned child. Uh, my mother uh, abandoned me on the interstate when I was 12 years old. Wow. So, um, at the age of uh, 12 to uh, 17, um, I bossed around, bounced around from, you know, home to home to home and, uh, you know, just kind of raised on the streets and, and you know, different uh Family members would take me in for a while and, and, and things like that. So I kind of, you know, survived, um, you know, through, uh, you know, from 12 to 17. Uh, my grandfather was amazing. Um, he taught me a lot of great morals and values. And one of the things he was teaching me was, um, you know, keep your chastity, you know, keep your chastity, you know, don't be a burden to society, you know, don't look like a burden, you know, don't overstay your welcome you know, use your manners, you know, and things like that, because a lot of times uh, the people that took care of me didn't look like me, you know, so um, I didn't want to be a burden or cause any type of, you know, uh, issues uh, in the living situation that was given to me. And so uh, it wasn't until I was about 17 years old uh, when my grandfather passed away and uh, I went to go live with my dad in Florida. Um, I was a junior in high school. Um, I was still a virgin, and um, I wasn't really introduced uh, to, you know, um, like pornography, I would say, um, because the, the, I, I was more introduced to girls first, mm -hmm. and then, um, and then kind of introduced to pornography, so I would, I didn't, I would watch videos and think about you know, the girls in the videos, but not to the point of masturbation. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, like, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, so I, I was in Florida and there's an artist named Trina and she would like back it up whoop, whoop, or something like that, beep, beep or something. But it was like some of those songs, you know, like those songs and you start seeing girls gyrating and, you know, you start thinking about, you know, uh, girls in a different way. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, um, and then I had my, uh, I had my first encounter, uh, with a girl, um, I was about 17 and we didn't have sex, but we just kind of dry humped. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a thing that kids did, but that was oh, something yeah. that we did. Okay. So we kind of, we kind of dry humped. <laughs> it's kind of weird saying it because it's so uh feel old saying that right <laughs> it's like what we think we should do first in a sense first right yeah so we kind of yeah so we kind of did that and i i had an orgasm like you know for the first time you know dry humping and i didn't know i thought i had to pee i didn't really understand what the what was going on and uh, and um but then once you know once i felt that i i didn't know how to you know, achieve it on, on my own. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know how to achieve it on my own. And so I was, I was trying to, you know, dry hump often, <laughs> wow. you know, and, uh, and, um, and then I graduated, I graduated a virgin. So I graduated a virgin. I went to the university and, um, and then I lost my virginity when I was 19. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I was more introduced to sex. Uh, and then that's when I was introduced to, you know, like masturbating and, you know, and things like that. And, and um, it, it started, um, you know, 
a, a downward spiral in communicating, um, you know, one from God, because it was shameful guilt, wow. right? I'd be so, so ashamed to talk to God because, you know, I was having sex and I was doing these things that I was told I wasn't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for a long time, you know, I would, you know, if I couldn't physically, you know, have sex, I would, you know, turn to, you know, magazines and porn and, you know, and stuff like that to, to masturbate. And I realized, I realized um, after about four or five years ago, um, I started having a relationship with God and I wanted it. I wanted it to be pure and I wanted to really understand God and, and get into his word. And as I started reading his word and started, you know, meditating more on building a relationship with God, I started realizing, you know, um, there's areas of my life that I, I wasn't confident in cutting out and I knew that I couldn't do that alone. And so, so I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, committed to uh, Romans chapter eight. And so uh, the entire chapter of Romans uh, chapter eight, it it talks about, you know, unclean flesh and it talks about, you know, purifying your flesh and what does that look like? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to fast and I'm going to read Romans chapter eight every day uh, Mm -hmm. because I want it to be delivered from pornography. I want it to be delivered from you know, um, that gratification and sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it was, it was an area in my life that I felt like I couldn't control. And I don't, I don't want to never feel like I'm not in control. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be denied something because I, I don't have control. And, and I know, you know, blessings and things that God has for me, um, has to comes from being a good steward, not just of money, but a good steward of your temple. You know, wow. and so I wanted to show God that I can be a good steward over the temple that He gave me, and um, and so I started fasting on Romans chapter eight, and then that's when I started really digging into, um, you know, what pornography is, what masturbation is you know, and, and then I, I came up with this article, you know, and I, and I wrote this article on uh, masturbation opens doors to spiritual quarters for satanic rituals. And uh, it's a, it's a pretty deep article. <laughs> and it just kind of explains a lot of, you know, uh, law of attraction, um, you know, uh, data download and uh, brought into reality. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff that we, a lot of stuff that we create comes from it being downloaded into our mentality and wow. then our mentality turns it into an idea. And the hardest thing to kill is an idea. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the hardest. I don't, have you ever seen the movie Inception? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so that's what it was like. It was like Ince- Inception, the movie, you know? And I was like, man, you know, watching pornography was implanting, um, you know, these seeds, these ideas in my mind to act them out physically. And I, I didn't want, I didn't want any type of, that's what I tell you, watch your eye gates, watch what you watch, you know, be careful what you're looking at, you know what I'm saying? Because it can be subliminally um, and that's what Satan does. You know, he, he wants to disguise how he enters into your eye gates to, to help you create these ideas, you know, because he can't read our mind. He can't go into our mind. You you know what I'm saying? Because God made our mind, you know, and he, he can't enter into our mind, but he does a great job at, you know, if, he, 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 he does a great job at reading patterns, right? Yeah. So whatever your habits are and whatever your patterns are and whatever you like, he does a great job at reading patterns and he'll, you know, send you an image of what you like. You know, if you notice, hey, 
I'm going to fast from pizza. Well, everybody's having pizza parties. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? And so, so that's, that's what it was like. You know, it's like, man, I'm going to fast from you know, pornography and masturbating and things like that. And so um, in doing so, you, I would, you know, just in every advertisement, every advertisement, everything, everything was about something with sex you know, or, or, you know, uh, dress less for success. Basically what they would try to teach girls, you know, is to wow. take your clothes off and you'd be sexy. You, you know what I'm saying? And it's mm -hmm. like, I don't want to see that right, right now, you know, no, <laughs> like it's, uh, it's crazy. And, uh, but yeah, so the, the manifestation of, of ideas, um, is what the enemy tries to do is implant these ideas or, or, you know, in your, in your mind for you to manifest them, you know, wow. and, um, and, you know, you're like, you know, how, how do you control that, you know, and so you have to start by controlling what you watch, controlling what you read, you know, even what you hear, you know, certain songs, you know, and things like that, you know, can trigger yes. these ideas, mm -hmm. and, um, and so the first step is, for, for me, the first step of deliverance was, hey, God, how can, first of all, God, I cannot do this on my own. And yeah. I, I admit it to God. You know, I said, God, I love it. I love it. I don't want to love it more than you. Wow. you, you know? And so, you know, how do I get delivered from the ideas, not, 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 you know, pornography or man, ma masturbation, but the ideas, because the ideas make it real. They make it reality and you manifest your ideas. So I'm asking God to guard and protect the ideas of masturbation, the ideas of pornography. You know what I mean? Like, so you know, what, what habits are you doing that's, you know, creating a safe place for you to masturbate? Are you sleeping with your door closed? Are mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing to create an environment, you know, to be comfortable to masturbate? Because I want it to be uncomfortable. I want all of that to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be comfortable doing something that I know that's wrong. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so I started with the ideas, asking God to deliver me from the ideas and uh, the thoughts and, uh, you know, help me with my eye gates, you know, guard, guard me. And, um, you know, it's a process. It's not something that, you know, just instantly happens overnight. You know, it's not, not a, you know, oh, I'm, I'm done. You, you literally have to work at not doing, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I really, really loved what you said about the first step is basically admitting to the Lord, like, I need help because <laughs> one, like our flesh does love these things. My, my flesh still wants to go and do this stuff, but right. the spirit within me, the Holy Spirit says no. And right. I obviously moved my desires to what God wants now. But I, but those fleshly desires still come in, and go I, exactly, I have to admit it to Christ all the time. Like, Lord, this is what I want right now, and I need you to take that away. Like, help me, right. but also guard these ideas. I've never heard it like that. Like, guard the idea yeah. of me even wanting to go and do that. Yes. That's a yes. thing. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of the things that um, that helped me to get deeper into understanding, you know, the, the philosophy behind masturbating, mm -hmm. you know, psychology behind it is, well, first of all, where does it come from? Well, everything comes from an idea, no matter what it is you do in life. If you have an idea and it manifests itself, then it becomes reality. Yeah. And so you, you don't want, if you don't want to do it, then ask God, to guard the ideas of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So that way it's not, it can't manifest if you don't have the idea, you know? That's and so that's what I, that's what I would, would attack first is, mm -hmm. you know, asking God, hey, this is your mind, this is your body, this is your temple, 
I'm your tool to be used by you, you know, and part of that tool is you've given all of us manifestation powers. You've given everybody, everyone on this planet can have an idea and it comes to reality, all of us. And so, you know, with that, with that power, you know, comes responsibility. And so I'm asking God, hey, you know, guard the idea of, you know, masturbating, guard the ideas of manifesting, you know, things that are not godly. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, so that's how, you know, you kind of practice it and practice it until, you know, it becomes a habit, you know, and once good behavior becomes a habit, then you're not struggling anymore. And you find yourself being free from something that had control over you. Now, again, the urges and the appetites don't go away, you know, and sometimes they're really hard to, you know, overcome. But in, in order for an urge to manifest itself, um, you, you know, you have to physically do it, you know? And so you, you, you ask God to handicap you, you know, God handicap me from physically doing those things. I don't want to physically act out the ideas that I have in my mind. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And my body's wanting it, you know? So I'm asking, you know, help me, you know, give me a scripture, give me, give me your word, you know? And and God does that. He he never he never puts more on us than we can bear. Mm -hmm. He knows that, you know, you know, we're born into sin. Um, and you know, activating the power uh, uh, of death was disobedience, you know, and that's what Adam and Eve did in the garden. You know, they activated the power of death through disobedience. So the one way to kill death, the one way to kill the power of sin is obedience. Obedience it has the power over death you know it doesn't go away you just have power over it yes. you know and understanding that we have power over it you tell your mind hey mind i need you to obey god right now hey body i need you to obey god right now hey flesh i need you to obey god you know what i mean mm -hmm. and start calling those things out and start you know manifesting those ideas of obedience versus the ideas of disobedience yes Wow, I love that so much. And and the thing is, is the more that we give that up to him, I feel like it become it's become easier for me to continue giving it up. Like I remember the first time I was like, oh Lord, like I'm struggling, like I need your help. It was hard for me to latch on to God to be like to hold him throughout the night and not hold on to masturbation or pornography. But when I moved through that. I moved through it because of the strength he gave me. And then the more obedience that I kept giving to him, like you're, you're saying, it was like the, the sin nature of wanting to do that dissipated. It starves out. Yeah. yeah it starved yeah, out. Yeah. 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 That's what I tell my, uh, I tell uh, my kids, my, my students, you know, all the kids that I love and take care of and help, you know, one thing I tell them, um, disobedience, um, you have to starve out disobedience. You know, you have to starve it out with obedience. So, you know, do, practice doing the right thing when no one is looking. Yeah. You know, that's when, that's when you know you've mastered obedience is when you, when you practice it and practice doing the right thing when no one is looking. You, you start to starve out disobedience. And as you starve that crate, starve it out, um, it doesn't, it doesn't have dominion in your life anymore, right. you know, and, and you can start off doing, you know, small stuff, you know, and, and, and the practice of obedience, you know, Hey, you know what, this year I struggle with diet. Diet is bad for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying this year, I'm going to be obedient in my diet. You, you know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to be obedient and start practicing the habits of being obedient, start practicing the habits of discipline. Yep. And you find yourself self-encouraged through, you know, situations where that, that may come up. You, you have the strength and the power to encourage yourself because you can say, hey, self, remember when you said you were going to do this and you did it? All right. Well, here's that opportunity. You know, wow. you, you, you can do it. You know, you don't have to give in to 
your flesh. You don't have to give in to the desires and the urges um, that, that, you know, want to, you know, self-gratification, you know? And, and my, my thing is I, I try to paint a picture where people can look at pornography in a satanic ritual way in hopes that they won't do it because, you know, you're worshiping Satan when you do that and he's laughing at you, you you, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, to try to paint that picture really vividly, you know, where it sticks in the mind is where I, where the basis of the article is, You, you know what I'm saying? Like I try to drive that image into the mind so that if they were to think about doing it, they're like, wait, I don't want to worship Satan. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want him laughing at me, you know, while I, you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. and it's sad because we think that for a second we can hide from God, you know, like God doesn't see us. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, you can't turn off enough lights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I would love you to dive deeper into the satanic ritual in a sense of masturbating and pornography, because something something that I've looked into is every time we give ourselves over to masturbation or pornography, we're basically sacrificing ourselves to that idol and we're worshiping that instead of worshiping God. So right. could you dive deeper into that? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> so Matthew, Matthew talks a lot about the unclean spirits. And what the unclean spirits um, um, do to you. So, mm-hmm. for example, you know, he talks about um, the strong man, you know, taking the house, and and what happens when the unclean spirit leaves the body, and then what happens when the unclean spirit comes back, right? And so, I wrote those scriptures in there as well, so for people to understand. But, but in the in the in the spiritual realm, this is this is basically what's happening. So. With with masturbating, you start to get into a a, a habit. You, you start with a with the with a ritual, right? And rituals are rituals because they're they be they become something you do on a, on more than an average, right? So you start, you know, and it becomes a habit. Rituals become a habit, and you start finding yourself in a place where you know, you're, you're worshiping, you know, Satan every time you masturbate, every time you start watching porn, you're worshiping this idol, this, this satanic draw that mm-hmm. pulls you away from God, right? And you find yourself in a, in a situation where it feels like you just cannot not do it. It's like, I can't go to sleep unless I masturbate, you know what I mean? Wow. And so that's the trick of the enemy. That's the trick of the mind because that's its goal. His whole goal is to get you to sin against God on an on an on an annual basis, you know, on a ritual uh, type basis, right? So this is the this is kind of like the story of what happened. So the 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 unclean spirit was in the man, and the the man the the when the unclean spirit clings to you, then you um you know, you pray and you ask God to, you know, to clean you, to cleanse your mind, cleanse your spirit, cleanse your body. And God fills you with his Holy Spirit. He fills you with his living water, right? And which, which gives you life, which gives, it, gives you life uh, to continue to move past the, the things that you're going through. Yes. So when you stop worshiping God, when you stop filling your room and I'm just using room as an example of what the unclean spirit does. <clears throat> when you stop filling your room with God's light, right, with his living water, then the room becomes dry and desolate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so unclean spirits love dry and desolate places. You know what I'm saying? And so when they go, when they go, they, they see, and then they're like, oh, I can inhabit there because there's nothing living there. There's no living spirit. There's no living water in that, in that room. And so I'm going to go get my friends, and we're going to have a party, mm-hmm. right? 
unclean spirit then leaves and goes and gets seven more spirits worse than he is. Yep. Right? And so you find yourself watching pornography where it's, you know, uh, heterosexual, you know, man on woman. You know, then you find yourself watching, you know, women on women. Yep. And then you find yourself watching, you know, you know, multiple you know, orgies, and and then it starts getting dark. It starts getting to, you know, um, pain, you know, like choking and, you know what I mean? Like all these different things, and, and then it goes to animation yep. and, you know, anim, you know and, and child pornography, and it just gets darker and darker and darker because, you know, you may have, you may have thought, oh, okay, well, I'm just watching you know, heterosexual, but, you know, um, but the unclean spirit went and got the spirit of lust for animals, the spirit of lust for child pornography, the spirit, you know what I mean? Like all those different demonic spirits. And now you're starting to create appetites for, you know, images and visions that you didn't have before, you know? So that's what, that's what the satanic ritual does. It, it gets you in a place where it can, what I call inception. It can plant ideas in your mind to go darker and deeper into pornography. Um, because one thing we know about the flesh is never satisfied, wow, right? Yeah. So you can't just satisfy the flesh. You only satisfy an urge, right? Mm-hmm. And if I can plant the urge of, you know, masturbating to you know, you know, girl on girl and, you know, orgies and, you know, younger girls and, and cartoons and, you know, whatever's out there, all these different things out there, then, you know, I'm entertaining the, the ideas that I've planted in you, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, it's like a show, you know, it's like what Satan does is like, he takes a DVD, he opens up your box, he puts the DVD in and he sit back and he watch you manifest what he put into your, into your room. Wow. If he wants you to, you know, do this, mm-hmm. you know, puts those ideas in your head and he sit back and watch you do it and laugh at you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and gets off on you, you know, worshiping him, you know, and, you know, and you give them bragging rights to, to go to God and be like, you know, he's nothing. You know, why you consider man, you mm-hmm. know, but God is like, you know, I love him, you know, wow. and I'll forgive him 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 and I'll forgive him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, you, you start to get to a point where, you know, you start to outwit the devil. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of that book, but That's it's a good. really good book called Outwitting the Devil. Yeah, by Napoleon Hill. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an amazing book. Uh, 1912 is when it was actually written, uh, but it wasn't released till late because it was just, it was so good. And the conversation that he was having was just so crazy. Um, you know, he was even scared to release the book. <laughs> he was having a conversation with the devil, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, it was uh, it was absolutely amazing. But um, so that's that's kind of like you know what you're trying to train your mindset to do is mm-hmm. you know outwit the devil. You know, um, you know if you know that you struggle at night, if you if if pornography is bad for you at night, right? Then change your habits, change your nightly habits. That's you so know, nice. create create a ritual. You know, and I'm not saying ritual in a bad sense. But create the habit of worship at night. Yes. You know, turn turn your turn your bedroom into a sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, like like no like I'm not even kidding. Like I'll I'll have music going. I'll have Miles Monroe playing. Mm-hmm. I'll have you know my word. You know because I've spent so many years turning my mm-hmm. into a satanic ritual throne. Wow. You know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I want to spend the rest of my years, you know, beating the enemy, Amen. you know, by turning, by turning a place that he thought was his, mm-hmm. you know, into a place of God, into a place of worship, 
that, know, he's like, I got him every night. I got him. No, you don't. You know, like, no, not anymore. But yeah. wow. But yeah, so that's a. Um, you know, that's my thought on that. No, I, I love it. Thank you so much. I feel like I have so much to say to that because there was a lot that was shared. Um, first thing that's coming to mind that I totally even forgot about because I like I haven't watched porn in a while and just the things that are in porn, like there's so many different varieties. And like you're saying about how one spirit leaves and then it's dry and then he comes back with seven other spirits. Well, if you're not satisfied with that one, you've, you've got to find more to satisfy your flesh. Um, and, and that's what occurred in my world as well, where like the like girl on girl, the, the gang bangs, the, the yep. cartoon, anime, like all that type of stuff where it's like, I never even knew I was going to get to this. You know, right. like you don't right. know. You, you get rid of one and then it comes back with even darker stuff because you're not being satisfied. And right. the cartoon stuff is something that I haven't actually spoke to or spoke out loud about because for one, I mean, all of it's twisted, but right. cartoon stuff in a sense is really twisted because you're taking exaggerated. That, well, what'd you say? It's exaggerated. Yeah, well, it's exaggerated, but also you're taking something that's supposed to be innocent and childlike, yep. Yep. which in a sense is child porn, and you're taking this cartoon, and yep. you're masturbating to it, and then I remember, like, some, I would, and then I'd get that image in my mind that that's how these cartoons actually were in right. the real cartoon, and then if I'd watched the cartoon, the image of pornography would come up in my head of like, oh, well, you should go watch porn now. So it right. was, it's basically Satan twisting the cartoon, putting it in your actual reality, and then yeah. you go back to pornography to watch it again. And it's like, yeah. uh, it's like you're getting off to child stuff unconsciously. Yep, yeah. yeah. twisted, man, it's twisted. Ooh, man, it's twisted. I, yeah, I have not spoke to that because that's something yeah. that, for one, it hasn't really been brought up. A lot of people don't want to speak about the fact like, oh yeah, I've gotten off to, to anime anime right. and cartoon, but <laughs> it's happening. It's out there and we need yeah. to speak about it. And the fact that we are giving ourselves over to Satan and when we do that, we are worshiping right. him and not God. I did some research uh, with uh, Ronald Reagan um, when he was in when he was in uh, office, and um, I wasn't I wasn't you know living during that time, but um, but I I did research on you know what happened to America once they passed the laws of pornography, mm. right? Uh, when they legalized it, when when pornography became national legally national uh and to be sold to be you know purchased yeah you know in, in the united states you know and i went all the way back to when ronald reagan was president and he was trying to stop it from happening he had a commission he had a team and he said as president i don't want america to be known as sex drug and alcohol I don't want people to think of America as sex, drug, and alcohol. I don't. And pornography is going to open up doors that's going to allow America to be known as sex, drug, and alcohol. Wow. So, and, and that's what happened when, when, when that law was passed. When that law was passed, more strip clubs opened up, more porn shops opened up more, you know, it just became more and more and more and more uh, sex. And to the point that, you know, America, you know, leads the world in sex trafficking. We lead the world in child pornography. We lead the world in, you, you know what I mean? And, and all these different things. And it's because pornography opens up the doors 
to so many different demonic spirits yeah. that you just we just can't control and and men that you know you know if if they go to a strip club and you know they they getting aroused what what are they going to do with that arousement mm -hmm. you know what are they going to do with that aggression wow. you, you know what i'm saying because it's very very aggressive right um mm -hmm. it just it doesn't get passionate it's not making love it's aggression you're 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 acting out of aggression and so who's the victims of all these guys with all this pent up aggression looking at women that they can't touch what are they doing with that aggression you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying they turn to children they go snatch up kids exactly. they go and you know what i mean so you know it's just really really bad uh out here um because of that and so you know that's one of the reasons why i really really like your page and what you you know was was standing against is be, you know is um you know someone has to speak out you know about the damages of pornography and what it's done to america yeah. and you know what it does to you you know the the number one government on the entire planet is self-government wow. self-government is the number one that is the best government system to ever exist you know, if you're able to self-govern yourself, self-control, self-discipline, you know what I mean? The world would be better, right? And so a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't get to the realization that <clears throat> you and I have, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, they don't get to that realization. And so they're stuck in what we call a reprobated mind state. And um, them being in a reprobated mind state, they don't have the, the compassion, they don't have the guard to, you know, say no to kidnapping and buying sex and prostitution. And basically, that's what we do when we watch pornography. We're, we're, we're promoting that behavior because they have to get these girls from somewhere. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, it, it's just like, man, I, I don't want to be a part. I don't want to. I don't want to contribute a view, not one view to why you got a million views. I don't want to be one of your million views. Wow. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. I don't want to contribute to, to some child or some girl being kidnapped because, you know, it, it, this is popular on the internet. You, you know what I'm saying? And so exactly. we, we just really, really, really got to change the mindset you know of our young women we got to change the mindset of our queens we got to let them know that they're queens mm -hmm. and we got to let them know that they do not have to dress less for success you don't have to do that you know la lingerie could you imagine men in lingerie playing nfl football <laughs> no right so so why do women have to be in lingerie in order for people to watch it yeah you know, it why, makes do, no why, sense. Do, why do we have a lingerie football league yeah. You know what I'm saying like that. Why, you know, why, why do, why do we feel like in order for a woman to be successful, she has to dress less? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no, man. Like, you know, yeah. you know, put some clothes on. Mm -hmm. And I, I wonder about that too because what women are doing, and me included, because I used to do this, is I thought that that's what men wanted, especially from watching pornography my whole life. That was like oh, they like us with no clothes on. Like that's, that's the way to gain a man's attention. And right. so that's what I did up until I was like 22. I'm 26 now, but up until I was like 22, I tried to show like less skin. So the guys would want me and think that like, in a sense, like I was a easy catch. I'm not exactly sure if that's the word, but like, it, it's crazy how we think that we have to show less to get a man's attention when really if we're holding them to a higher standard i believe that they begin to like the woman more because it's right. more of like wow like she really values herself right and that's what our culture has kind of like eliminated right yeah yeah it makes it, make, it makes it makes you way more attractive um what you're doing now and I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably even seen 
uh, the difference in what you're doing now versus, you know, back then, or, you know, back then that the attraction is different, you know, like maybe more guys are trying to talk to you more now than back then, you, you know what I mean? And you're like, you know, and you're not dressing less for success. You're not, you know, you're just a, you're just an independent, strong, powerful woman who is being uh, open with her faith and, and her commitment to God, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and that, that is attractive, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and I'm sure, you know, people are, are, are being attracted to that. And, and it's good that that mindset, you're not doing it for attraction. Mm -hmm. You're just doing it because you're attracted to God. Right. But right. people that are attracted to God will be attracted to you. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That's so good. So, yeah. And so that's what, that's what you would want to, to, to want people to be attracted to is mm -hmm. the fact that you're attracted to God and not that I'm attractive. You, you know yes, what I'm saying? Exactly. Because it's not about our flesh. It's about our spirit and our connection to the Lord. And right. what I, what I noticed before Christ is I was sharing about sex and pornography and all that type of stuff even before Christ, but it was for sex and you should watch pornography and you should do this. So the Lord is taking everything that I did before Christ uh, and not twisting it, but making it right yeah. with God and what our eyes need to see. And, and like you were saying about the, the men that may be attracted to me or like write me in messages or anything like that before Christ, it was more of like, like about sex and pornography. Right and telling me that I was sexy or hot or things like that because of my body and the freedom that I have to speak about this type of stuff. But right. now it's more of like, wow, like I really love what you're doing for God. Like right. it has That's nothing awesome. to do about me anymore. And they're seeing the value in the content of what I'm sharing with Christ and not what I was sharing just because I want to be liberated to share my sexual my sexuality you know right, so right, right. It, the thing the thing is is like there's a lot of and i i know you notice and everybody else on the other end listening to this there's a lot of women on instagram just exposing their body so freely 100%. yeah, yeah 100%. exposing it and they think that that's a way to attract a man and in a sense, it is because right. our flesh is attracted to that, but it's not a way for a man to be like, I want to tie you down and marry you. Because right. if, if that's what you're going to be doing in marriage, like th that's right. not what a man wants. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're dead. You're dead on it. And, um, you know, it, it is, it is, it is crazy um, that, you know, we, we're even entertaining the thought that women have to dress less for, for attention. Women have to dress less for success. You know, that's just crazy to me. You know what I mean? And, and that's because I've come to the realization of what a Proverbs 31 woman looked like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, a virtuous woman, you know, we don't, we don't make that popular. You don't, we don't make a virtuous woman popular. We don't make you know, a woman that has God's standards popular, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and that's what we should do. You know, we, we should change the stereotypes, you know, and, and, and give a more healthy, healthier approach to, you know, what you should be attracted to, you know, from, right. a, from a male perspective, right? And so, you know, but, you know, it's, it's this world, man, this world we live in, it's broken, you know, it needs a lot more light, you know, and, and that's what we get a chance to be, you know, we get yes. a chance to be a beacon of light, we get a chance to be a beacon of hope, you know, I let my hair grow out, not because I, I you know, trying to portray an image, mm -hmm. right, let my hair grow out so that it can be a symbol to kids that look like me, that have dreads or have twists, that you don't have to be an athlete to be successful. You wow. don't have to, you know, you know, uh, look this way and be embarrassed about it and be a positive person. You can be an amazing person of God, just like me, looking yes. just like me. Amen. You know what I mean? Like 
Jesus didn't drive a Ferrari. He didn't ride a horse. He rode a donkey. Yep. We're talking about Jesus. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. Amen. He showed what humility is. You, you know what I'm saying? He didn't wear fancy robes like the Pharisees. As a matter of fact, he talked about all those fancy clothes and fancy attires. He didn't wear jewelry. You, you know what I mean? Like yep. he wasn't he wasn't in any of that, but yet he was a king that that lived a perfect life, who who gave his life, who separated himself from God so that we could have a relationship with the Father. You, you know what I'm saying? And so I want I want kids, I want the next generation to know that. You know, it, it and and then and to change the stereotypes of, you know, just because a person may you know look like he has dreads or look like you know um, you know a roster or whatever doesn't mean that he's a bad kid. Doesn't mean that he's a troubled kid. You know, you know what I mean? Like, let's just change that narrative. You know, like you you don't have to be afraid of me. You know, yeah. I want to go home too, police officer. You know what I'm saying? Just like you want to go home. You yeah. know, don't. I'm a good person. Like it's crazy. I say I saved I saved my I saved my ticket, and I was actually gonna do a a, a do a, a link like a little live link on it. I was traveling to Opelousas, Louisiana, to give away uh, 300 brand new pair of athletic tennis shoes to some elementary kids in Opelousas. On my way to Opelousas, I passed through like Lake Charles or like a city before you got to Lake Charles. And I got pulled over. Now, the crazy thing is, you know, I'm in a white minivan and I'm doing 90 miles an hour. I mean, I'm flying on the highway. And I had one of my passengers um, was asking me about purpose. Like, how did you discover your purpose? Yeah. And then the girl that we had in the back seat on the left, um, she was a TSU student. And she was like, oh my God, this is the perfect question. I'm struggling with purpose. I don't know what it is that I'm, and that, and that to me is a perfect opportunity for me to share God with them Amen. and what God, how I discovered my purpose, right? And the things that it took. And so I got really excited talking to them about discovering my purpose that I wasn't realizing I'm doing 90, yeah. right? So I get pulled over and you know, I had twists at the time. I didn't have it like kind of throwed out. I had my twist. And, um, you know, the officer, it was two white officers. I mean, just, you know, just had red cheeks and, you know, just, it just looked like, oh my God, this is about to be ugly, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, he asked me to step out of the vehicle and, you know, they're in there panicking. They're like, oh my God. You know, and I talked to the officer, you know, and I let him know that, you know, that there's no threat here. You know, I said, hi, you know, my name is Mythiker. Here's my license. You know, here's my, my registration for the rental car. Um, I'm on my way to Opelousas, Louisiana. We're about to bless some kids. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like, I set the atmosphere. I set the environment that, hey, you're safe, you yeah. know? And, and I wanted him to know that he was safe. Um, you know, by being forward with the information, you mm -hmm. know, letting them know what was in the vehicle. Hey, I got, you know, boxes in here. These boxes have brand new pair of athletic tennis shoes. They're going into mission. I even gave him my business card. I gave him a book, <laughs> a mm -hmm. brochure on, you know, who I am and what I do. And, you know, just really wanted him to be comfortable with the information because I want to go home and he wants to go home, you know? Yeah. And his his boss his boss was in the in the uh, seat as well and and was like you're gonna let him go you, you know what I mean and, and wow. the guy was like you know he's a Christian I'm a Christian he's not what I'm looking for you know wow. I'm not I'm not looking for this guy you mm -hmm. know the, if, if I was looking for this guy I wouldn't have found him but because God had me pull him over he has my information. And next year, we're going to do an event together. Wow. That's beautiful. I mean, it's crazy, right? And, and God is good. He let me walk away doing 90. Mm -hmm. He was like, you don't let nobody go mm -hmm. doing 90. In my career, he looked at his, his, his other boss, you know, and the guy was like, I've never let nobody go doing 90. Like, wow. that's just, we don't do that. 
Well, like, that's, that's the spirit. You. That's the spirit within you. And, and it's not about the way we look at all while at the same time, we should be able to appear exactly the way that God made us and be able to go out into the world. Right. And, and share what the Lord is teaching us. Um, or like, like you're trying to do that you can be successful just the way that you look. You are. Exactly. Like we don't need to try and impress anyone. We don't need to dress down like the, like dress less for success or anything like that. We shouldn't have to do any of that, man. I really really liked that story. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. And uh, you know, one thing I wanted to say uh, briefly was, um, you know, you don't have to be the product of your environment, you know, and I love your story. Um, cause it's kind of like a Saul to Paul story, you know, <laughs> it's like you were talking about, yeah, I kind of talked about porn before and, you know, now I'm talking about it, but in a God, like, you, you know what I mean? Like how yeah. God transformed me to talk about it from this perspective. And I'm like, wow, man, that's, that's the same transformation Paul had, you know, Paul was persecuting Christians and, you know, killing Christians and putting them in very harsh situations. And then, you know, after having an encounter with Christ, he changed directions. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? Because he didn't want to be identified with the old, old Saul, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't want Christians to be afraid of him, you know, because of the past that he created with the name Saul, you, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's, um, it's pretty cool. The reason why I brought that up is because when we go out into the world, you said it, mm-hmm. go out into the world, we have to be salt and light in a broken world, but we also have to be what change is. We have to show the world what change is, what happens when you encounter Jesus, what mm-hmm. happens when you encounter Christ. You mm-hmm. change directions, your life changes, you know, your perspective changes, your decisions change, you know what I mean? Things that you do change. And so if we're going out into this world representing Jesus, then we need to have change-like experiences, you know? And so, you know, having that encounter with the police officer was, a, was, a, was an example of Christ-like, you know, change. He, his intentions was to write me a ticket, but because he encountered Jesus, Amen. he changed his mind and didn't write me a ticket, you know what I mean? Amen. Like, so good. Like, Think about the uh, and think about the story of the two wise men, uh, the the three wise men in the Bible, right? Really mm-hmm. quick, they they were on their way to meet Jesus, and King Harold told them that when you meet Jesus, come back and tell me so I can go see him. I want to go and worship him, which was a lie, right? Yeah. yeah. But the wise men they didn't know that they didn't know that, and so when the wise men met Jesus, when they encountered Jesus, they had a vision to change directions. Mm-hmm. You see that? Wow, that's good. Yeah, they changed directions. The Holy Spirit, they changed directions and they went a different direction and not gave the report that Harold wanted to hear. Wow. They went a different way. And the same thing happened to Joseph. When Joseph met Jesus for the first time, when he had him in his baby in the manger, when he held Jesus, that next day, Joseph had a vision to change directions because they were supposed to go back to Nazareth because they only came to Jerusalem to pay taxes. Right. But they ended up going to Egypt for yep. two years. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They changed yep. directions. So meeting Jesus changes our direction. And that's what we should have when, when we're encountering people that are struggling with pornography, that are struggling with you know, masturbation. We want them to have that encounter with Jesus that Amen. will allow them to change directions, turn wow. their, you know, ritual satanic bedroom into a bedroom of praise, a, be- mm-hmm. a bedroom of worship. So good. I love that so much. I have two more questions for you. So yeah, the first one is why does God call us to purity then? Right. So God calls us to purity um as an example of freedom purity is an example of freedom um and it shows it shows discipline it shows that 
you have a disciplined lifestyle, you have, um, you can be a good steward, I can trust you um, in, in, that, in that sense. And so, you know, being called to purity, being called to, you know, it, it's, it's hard to do God's work effectively if you're not living a pure lifestyle, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because it has to be, you know, it, 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 you're representing Christ, you're representing God. And so you want to make sure that if you're representing him, you're giving the people the best version of him through you. Amen. And so the purer you are, the more they will relate and understand what it is that God is saying to you. So purity is, is very, very important. And I encourage a lot of people to, to fast, to pray, to seek purity, you know. And one of the ways uh, to do that is, you know, People misunderstand how God talks to them, right? You talk to God audibly, like you prayed before we started, right? That's yeah. you and I coming together, having a communion, 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 communion relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Now, how does God talk to us? By reading his word. Amen. You know, we have to read God's word. And that that is missing in the body of Christ. Nobody reads God's word anymore. Wow. They just want to go off of what other people say. Yeah. That's why I put scriptures in the, 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 the article, you know, mm -hmm. and said, please go back and read the scriptures. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I, I want to make sure that we're encouraging people to read God's word and reading God's word purifies you and mm -hmm. you qualify um, you know, it qualified. So let me say this. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yep. so, you know, so you've been called and God has qualified you. You know what I'm saying? Because we wasn't qualified before. You yeah. Know? And, and there's moments where I still don't feel qualified and I'm just like, okay, right. well, keep going. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, he qualifies us, you know, he qualified Paul, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, he qualified, he qualifies us. He doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies us. So, um, so purity is, is very important. So hopefully that answered your, your purity yes. question. Yes, it definitely did. I, I love it. So, <laughs> so in terms of, so, so for the people on the other end, listening or watching this, um, what encouraging advice could you give give them to practically step away from pornography like what tools can they can they grab onto yeah so first the first tool is environment you know where do you watch pornography the most where do you masturbate the most that environment once you've identified that environment then you pray over that environment and says, God, I don't want this environment to be toxic, right? Mm -hmm. Because people go to a place of comfort and, and for in their mind, they're thinking that a place of comfort is away from God. Mm -hmm. Wow. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and they've tricked their mindset to believe that that's true. And it's not, right? So if they're identifying this place of comfort um, as a comfortable place to watch porn and masturbate, then the first thing they should do is identify that place. Once they've identified that place, then ask God to not make it toxic. I don't want this place to be toxic. So one, identify your place of comfort where you're most comfortable masturbating so that you can, you know, sanctify that place. You want to turn it into a holy place. You yeah. want to, you want to, you know, you don't want the enemy to dwell there anymore, right? So identifying that. And then two, um, get into God's word. And I would, I would encourage, one, the article that I wrote, but for, for freedom, I would go to Romans chapter eight. And I would read Romans chapter eight in its entirety. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and start disciplining your mind. See, it, it's going to start with discipline. You have to discipline your mindset to, to, um, to condition 
your your habits to do the right thing when no one is look, looking. Yes. So the first step in conditioning your mindset is write down your goal and say, hey, for the next 30 days, I don't care if I read it a hundred times, for the next 30 days, I'm going to read Romans chapter eight every single night before mm -hmm. I go to bed. Every night for the next 30 days, read Romans chapter eight. And, and God will start speaking to you. He will start revealing to you. He will start delivering you from demonic spirits. You will start having a deeper understanding of God, you know, and, and so those are the two things that I would, I would encourage because you want to kill out the environment where the seed is being planted. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you want to change your harvest, change the seeds that you plant. Wow. You know, if you're harvesting pornography and harvesting masturbation, then you need to change the seeds that are being planted, change the thought ideas that are being planted to mm. one of worship, one of praise, one of, you know, you know what I mean? And, oh, and yeah. uh, because you got to substitute it. You can't just stop. You yep. can't. I, I tried that. I tried that for years to just, I'm going to stop watching porn. I'm going to stop masturbating. You know what I'm saying? I've tried it for years. You can't stop. You, you have to substitute it. You got to substitute it with something. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so if you're going to quit something, then you need to start something. You, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. start having, you know, quiet time in the time that you was going to masturbate. You know, mm -hmm. say, so, you know what? So this time is for God. So good. You know? I, I really love what you said about one being environment, because that's that's something I noticed in my world is I would masturbate, watch pornography in my bed all the time. And <clears throat> I would fall asleep there, but then I'd have dreams about watching pornography or masturbating. And I remember whenever I was um, choosing to stop and I gave it to God and I was like, Lord, I need you to help me out of this. And I'm praying to him before I'm in <clears throat> bed. And as I'm sleeping, I have this dream where the Lord literally just like, plants a new comforter inside of my room and tells me to like take off my sheets and put the new comforter on and obviously that's like take off the old and put on Ooh, the yep. yeah and yep. the next day very well as soon as i woke up from that dream i went to buy a new comforter oh man threw away the old one because i felt like since i had done so much in that bed it right. was saying that it was attaching to me. Right. I needed right. to get rid of it. So we need to pray over the environment, like you're saying, do whatever the Lord tells us to do. Like if he gives you those prophetic dreams, get a new comforter, like whatever you need right. to do, like do it. <laughs> and then two, like you were saying, get into the word, read yeah. Romans eight. And I mean, that's something that I would read Romans seven a lot. Um, but oh, okay. yeah. I'm going to go look good. at it. I'm going to go look at Romans 8 now as well, as well whenever we get oh up. It, yeah, when you read it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hit, hit, me, hit me up once you read Romans 8 in its entirety. Read, read <laughs> Romans chapter 8 from, read it in its entirety. Yes. And then hit me up. Then hit me up and let me know what God told you. It is, I will. I will for oh, sure. Oh my gosh. It's delivering. It's so delivering. Because Jesus intercedes for us amen and i didn't know that i didn't know that he, not just the angels are interceding for us jesus is praying for me wow for me wow. who am i that oh. jesus would pray for me amen. i'm like oh man romans chapter eight is amazing you'll love it that's beautiful that's so beautiful well i really appreciate you sharing that with everyone um, that's listening because I know it's going to be so beneficial. <laughs> I know it's going to be so beneficial for them. So if there's anyone uh, that wants to reach out to you, ask you questions or anything like that, where can they reach you? Yeah. So it's really easy. It's uh mythicer at Instagram. Um, it's my first name. I was blessed to have my first name be my Instagram. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's mythicer at, at Instagram. It's, uh, Mythiker on Facebook. Um, you can message me on Messenger, Mythiker 
it's only one Mythicker on the entire planet. So you can definitely find me uh, anywhere. I love uh, it. You, you can Google Mythicker and, and uh, you'll find me there. But yeah, Mythicker at Instagram is really easy. Um, you know, if you reach out to me, I'll send you materials that I have, ideas that I have. I'll send you uh, masturbation opens the doors of spiritual portals for mm -hmm. satanic rituals. I'll send you that article that I wrote and, and um, you know, whatever I can do to help, I'm here. Um, you can contact you and- And, and I'll know, send them to you. <laughs> yeah. You can send them to me, you know, however they want to do it. It's, uh, it's totally, I'm totally fine with it. Um, it's an honor uh, to, to, to be on your cat, your podcast. Um, um, you know, I'm super excited to, to be a vessel of use. Um, I want to, you know, hopefully, um, I, I pray that, you know, I leave the environment better than it was when I got there. Mm. You know, that's, that's my whole concept in life, uh, especially for 2020, not just 2020 is just vision, but 2020 is seeing a difference being made. Mm. You have to see it. You have to visually see the difference being made. And I'm praying that I see a difference being made in someone's life who's actually watching this podcast or listening yes. to this podcast, that, that that change is being made, you know, and, um, and that we're adding value uh, to people's lives. So, yeah, it's easy to find me. It's uh, M-Y-T-H-I-Q-U-E-R, Mythiker at Instagram, Mythiker at Facebook, and uh, I'll, I'll definitely reach back out to you. Awesome. I will be sure to put all your links and info um, in the description so they can like go straight directly to you. I'm so happy that we did this. This was so amazing. And I, I pray that you guys have found so much encouragement through Mythicker's testimony and just know that like the Lord is with you. We just need to take off the old man, put on the new because we are a new creation in him. So keep going, guys. The Lord is with you. Amen. Have a good rest of your day. All right. Bye-bye.